This is the beginning of the podcast. The beginning of the first, the first podcast in three weeks that we've and done. For this, we get shirtless Chad on this episode. No one will Perfect. see it, but here it is. Well, it oh, will go on YouTube. Well, have we put any podcasts on YouTube? I I put like the first three or four, and then I just got I I just don't have time right now. So maybe in the winter time, I'll catch up on them. Perfect. So you will be on YouTube shirtless, Chad. That's fine. I mean, I've been on a lot of places shirtless, so <laughs> <laughs> all over Instagram, um, perfect Facebook. You know, this is not new to me. The shirtless so is not new. Actually, this will get us views. But I've never been on a landscape site shirtless ever. In actually, not since I started natural design. I've been well, on we- someone else's job site shirtless but you never were with someone else who didn't give a shit yeah yeah Whatever. we didn't care we wear safety vests and, and short shorts and actually i was in the newspaper once i was working in castleman um which is a town not too far out of cornwall and i was working for another landscaper i was probably 16 and um i had really short shorts on that day for some reason and someone took a picture of me and put me in the newspaper so it wasn't a very big newspaper. Gossman's like, uh, I got to say 15,000 people. Maybe not even that. Maybe it's like 10,000, 5,000. Who knows? Anyway, so saying that's your 15 minutes of fame. That's my 15 minutes of fame. I was washed up way before this podcast. I've been. So like. My volume isn't showing anything on my headphones. Why would that be? Ah, can you, can you, you guys us? are gone. I can hear you just fine. I know, but you guys left. You're gone. I'm still here. I know, but I can't. I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> Maybe I should go back one. Are we already into the, our not our, our our worst hour? Oh, I found you. <laughs> I feel like this has not been a great start to the. <laughs> I know I'm. And he's gone. Default microphone, internal microphone, headset mic. Is the microphone my microphone working? Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't. Can you guys talk now? Yeah. You can you hear us? Oh, the headphones are working. I just can't tell. <laughs> so the headphones were like totally working i just can't tell because i'm fucked. so i was thinking we should do this thing um um overrated or underrated and i have a list of items and i'll ask them and then you guys can tell me if they're overrated or underrated okay can you give us your answer too yeah uh, no, I of thought course. that maybe you guys can make a list of items and then I would be surprised because uh, I, I mean, I have an opinion on these items. That's yeah. why I'm asking them. Right. All right. I have a preformed. So my first uh, overrated or underrated for you guys and either person can jump in at any time is tilt rotators overrated or underrated. Underrated. I use mine today and I'm still blown away. Like I put in Riverstone, the big stuff, like the stuff that you can't shovel by hand. Um, I put that in with the the tilt rotator today. 
and it would have taken the guys maybe an hour and a half, two hours of cursing and being pissed off. And we did it in 15 minutes and it was great. I've never been in, I've never tried one. I've never used one. And I will still say underrated. I saw uh, Jeremy of J squared replace a track on, I believe it was an MT 100. Yeah. And that was, that was pretty impressive. I still think it's a green screen. I I still think it's fake, but uh, pretty impressive. Okay. Are you guys ready for the next? Yeah. It's going to be a heart blower. Tilt rotator videos on Instagram. <laughs> Underrated or overrated? Uh, uh, I haven't. I would. I would say. Uh, I would say at this time, what I'm seeing overrated. But then, every once in a while, a video like uh, that replacement of the tracks comes on, and uh, it, be, it immediately becomes underrated. It, that kind of. Uh, if it's something interesting, if it's something new, if it's something cool. I like to see that. Chad, overrated or underrated? Mm, Tell rotator videos on Instagram. I still like to see them, but I flip through them more often than not now. So overrated, I'd say. Overrated. Okay. Next item. Tilt rotator videos with viral music on Instagram. <laughs> underrated or <laughs> overrated? Just say it. Just I feel like unconscious With- wants this fucking episode or steel wrist, whichever one Chad has. <laughs> I have a steel wrist. But, uh, Do you think that the viral music makes them overrated or underrated? Anything with viral music is overrated at this point. Okay. Yeah. I- I'll agree with that. Here was a controversial one from this week. Overrated or underrated? The mud mixer. <laughs> oh I, I i have one on order and i well i just have to go pick it up so how much i'm excited to use it how much was it uh this one was 3300 but it That's was a all good those deal. things cost yeah it's a really good deal i think i think they are 3000 us and then you'd have to get them shipped up here so i think like canadian that's 4000 and shipping, I think forty five hundred Canadian. Okay, can you guys run me through this? Like, I've seen maybe one video. Like, someone explain me the concept of the mud mixer. It just hooks up to a hose, and you just plop a bag of concrete in the top, and it it just automatically mixes it. What? Well, so it's it out on the other end. It's yeah. hydraulic, or like, how does it? What's no, it running? Like, yeah, off? Like it's like a motor. motor. Yeah. yeah, it has a motor, I guess. Okay, yeah, so like a little Honda or something like that. This it's sucks an if you don't even motor. know what it is. Yeah. Well, no, I saw one video, but I don't know. Like, does it run off a shovel? Does it? Is it standalone? Is it it's standalone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's electric. So you just plop it back. It's electric, really. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And this thing's only three grand. Well, I got a good deal on it. Uh, it'd probably be about forty five hundred Canadian. So even at forty five hundred, though, I feel like. It's still a good people, deal. People who are like giving the mud mixer a hard time, I've never like because people are like, "Oh, I could use a wheelbarrow." I'm like, "Yeah, fucking great." You ever done that yeah. all day? It sucks ass. Yeah, well, especially if it's just like a small thing that you need to do, right? Like, you're not gonna be able to order concrete for it, right? Yeah. So, so, where does this thing start and stop being effective? Like, am I mixing a pool cope or a pool? I don't think you're with no. It? I don't think you're doing that with it. I what think I, uh, I, I saw somebody talk about that. Actually, it took them like a full day to do that. Okay. 
a full pool collar. So at that so, point, like you're probably ordering concrete to get that. We've we've done pool collars where um, we have this big hopper basket that goes on the MT100. Um, and then we take our auger, like our post hole auger, and we put it inside like the this, hopper. I like where this is going. <laughs> and we <laughs> put a bunch of water and concrete in this hopper and we just mix it with the concrete auger like 10 bags at a time or the, the, the postal auger we mix it 10 bags at a time and then we drive it to the um the the pool and then we just shovel it out and build our grade beam probably not as effective as this mud gun or whatever it is you call it what's well, the mud mixer the mud mixer yeah yeah like it got a lot of controversy it's almost a unilift it's close. Hmm. Like it's close on the controversial level of people that have a lot of hatred for it because they love, like they love mixing concrete and wheelbarrows. <laughs> right. Guy, Cause you can mix, you can mix like 40 bags an hour or something with it. Of, yeah. Of, I'm trying to look that up. I think you're it's right. Like 40 bags an hour. And I'm like, I know I looked at this thing pretty heavy because I'm lazy as I, ass. I would spend that money. I think. I. It's, it's an easy spend, right? Like that's yeah. not, you know but so here's a question how do you mobilize this thing is it too heavy it's to small. lift no it's small i think it's like 120 pounds okay uh it is so i'm on it it's 66 inches long 22 inches wide and 35 inches tall so what inspired you to get one right uh i've got like a job coming up that's gonna end my season and it's it's I'm going to need to pour a pad and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight piers for a pergola and then a bunch of piers for privacy screens. Oh, it's going my to be God, like a pergola. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking post-holes. Sonos. So, so it was kind of the, the thing that I figured I'd buy. It would make sense for the final job of the season. And, uh, and then next year, especially for me, right? Like I'm ending the season now by myself. So for me to just throw a bag of concrete in this hopper and then go off and do something really quick and then, you know, put another bag in the hopper, I feel like it was a good call being a one-man show to end the season. I think it was a great... I yeah. like the yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand the hatred. Like, it's like half the shit on Instagram that I don't... I saw RC outdoor, like, and that yeah. Earth Earthworks defending the shit out of their mud mixers. And I was like... I wish I had been that passionate about the Unilift last year, but I just, I'm not. I wish I was. I wish I was more passionate. Like they, those two guys had a lot of passion for the mud mixer. Like they, I would have just been like, you're fucking idiots. And, but they like really launched a campaign for mud mixers. <laughs> but, and I, think I, the I hope they're getting great. paid. Do I hear sponsorship? I don't, maybe From that's mud the mixer? next sponsor. <laughs> mud mixer sponsorship. <laughs> Mix the mud. I, the only commentary I would make on is a couple of the videos. It seemed like it was the the concrete was coming out really wet, but I'm not but it, there. You can so, change. Yeah, you can change the human the error, I think. Yeah. So it actually has a dial to it that you can change how much water gets mixed into it. Okay. Yeah. So I that was like the only there was one of the pads that they were pouring, and I was like, yeah, that is really fucking wet. But then I don't know how many adjustments there are. Or, and to be fair, like I don't know what the hell Richard's doing. 
Like it's a video on Instagram of a thing mixed. Like, uh, maybe it's supposed to be that wet. Maybe the engineer told him that. I don't fucking know. And I don't care enough to inquire again. I just looked at it and was like, that looks pretty wet. I should have made a commentary. Looks way too fucking wet, bro. Just to cause trouble. Like, I thought about just like commenting on everyone's shit, like just being like, this is fucking crap. Just to see, like, just to like, all right, next, next, uh, next item. You ready? Face mix pavers, overrated, underrated. Do we really need them? Does Fairly it really fucking rated. matter? Fairly rated. I want to say I've never used a face mix paver. Could that really? be true? No. You've obviously used them. Where? You use where? Para? Oh, all the new, all the new tackle block papers. Yeah, okay. I use why well, I use HD, the uh, what's that uh, octagon one or hexa? hexa? Oh yeah, I yeah, Lexa. That. Yeah, the Lexus. Yeah. Um, fairly rated. I don't know. I've never seen them age. That's the other thing. I'm not old enough. Like, are they going to start age. to pit, or like, what's going to happen to that? Are they um, all that pre-sealed look sort of thing? No. No? No. There's... No, like face mix pavers, like Beacon Hill. Well, you don't have a lot of... Yeah, Unilock. we don't have Unilock out here, so... Well, that's because you're in the distribution capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have fucking Unilock. It'd be some kind of Unilock. Unilock, build a distribution center. The, there is Unilock about an hour away, but it doesn't make it here. But, all right. So, guys, Mike, wait. Uh, face mix or three mix, underrated or overrated? Boom. From me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is my my opinion is that it's like, I'm just like, because now like everyone's got like this like H, oh, I'm picking on tech walk here, but HD2 and then regular mix. And I'm like, like uh, HD2 is more expensive. I don't know. It's like a buck more. I Again, I, I don't, I don't even look at the prices of pavers when I price jobs. So I don't really know how much they are. Like I kind of just make it up as I go along. So I, I should probably buy your spreadsheet, Mike. <laughs> I, I saw you were discontinuing it or something, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I didn't get on that train." Mike, um, you have it, man. I sent I it to you already. I know you did. I, I know. I, so, I'm just like, okay. So I'm going in the customer's overall experience at the end of the day. How big a difference is it between? A, fa- a through mix paver and a face mix paver. Once you put all the fucking patio furniture on, everyone's out there barbecuing, having a great time. I'm wondering if there's ever been a person that walked out and was like, fuck this shit. These are through mix pavers. I'm out. Screw you and your barbecue. I don't give a fuck about your burgers. I don't care how long it took to make the jalapeno poppers. You got no motherfucking face mix pavers. I'm out. I don't like I just like I don't know I I think they're fairly rated I guess because it's not a huge difference in cost like it's yeah it's like a buck a square foot or something you know like what I pay at that I don't have face mix pavers in my backyard I have through through mix pavers and I don't really go out there ever but if I did go outside after work I I don't think it would affect how much I enjoyed the backyard but maybe you would all right ready next one yep we're really lining them up here this is great content i'm so i, I really you know when i was at soccer tonight and i was writing this list i was like man I'm, this is almost bordering on real podcast stuff that actual podcasts do like we're we're close to doing something real here um 
<laughs> so far this, this episode did take a really good turn from the beginning to this. So thank you for doing some show prep there, Mike. <laughs> show prep. So, uh, vacuum lifters, overrated, underrated. Always uh, underrated. Yeah, I, Always. I, can't, I have got to agree with that. Though, like, I use vacuum equipment, like, a lot. So I, I don't see why people wouldn't. I, so I, uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's got to be underrated, in my I, opinion. I, my opinion is it's massively underrated as well. And then I think that everyone thought it was, like, super cool for a bit. And I think that now people are probably not doing as much stuff as could be done with it because everyone's too busy watching fucking spinning buckets. <laughs> like, I feel like, like vacuum technology, like that was the viral videos, like pre-pandemic, right? Like yeah. MQIP fucking pounding out viral. And I, I think that like, there's so much more that could be done with it that isn't being done with it because everyone's too focused on fucking tilt rotators. But mm-hmm. that's just my opinion. I'm actually being serious about it too. Like, yeah, I think there's so much more that could be getting done with that. like some kind of vertical. I don't know. It just it, the whole thing amazes me. I love it. I think it's cool. Everything from like those gravos to a unilift. I'm going to be renting a unilift for this last project. So I'm going to have the the hate train with the mud mixer, the unilift, all <laughs> oh that posted this month. So this is going to be great. Can you say something bad about buggies? standing with the mud mixer with the unilift in the background bad mouthing buggies like that would be the trifecta of online hate like i'll have to rent a buggy just for that i'll just have it sitting there i won't even use it i'll send my buggy out there where is it (laughs) we're not using our buggy on this last uh so actually my next item is buggies overrated underrated i want to say overrated we get by just <laughs> fine without a buggy. Okay. I'm, All right. Yeah, that's we have our. Uh, I've told you about our like makeshift buggy, right? That big hopper that we can carry around when we need it. But uh, I don't know. I've never used one, so for now, I'll say overrated. I I honestly don't have so much of an opinion because I haven't used a buggy either. What, what's their capacity like usually? Ours is a yard and a half. Ooh. It's like three S S seventy buckets. Ooh. So it cuts trips down from three to one. Now, I would have told you a year. I've made some facetious, possibly could have been misconstrued as anti buggy videos in the past. <laughs> right? I might have been like you know being kind of a smartass about how I'm, we are a pro buggy family. We don't tell our children to hate buggies. I don't know if you guys remember that video, but like, so I may have been on the side of buggies are massively overrated, honestly. Like, so we had one, and now that we have one, I what I the, the production level I watched the guys get with it. I, like, there was only two of them for a bit on the residential crew. I I don't, I, I think they're underrated, honestly. That's my. If you were to mix mud into a buggy, whoo. With the mud mixer and then travel it to the backyard. Oh man, fuck man! People would just—they—they basically sh- you'd shut down Instagram. <laughs> if you were to do that. Anyways, I, we have a buggy, sure. so perhaps I'm. Shout out to RC Stone, who's texting me at uh, nine o'clock. Let's see what he wants. You guys want to know what Alex wants from RC Stone? 
Sure. My apologies for not sending this by the end of the workday, but we do need a truck in the morning. Sorry for the late notice. Underrated or overrated? Should we send Alex from RC Stone a truck in the morning? (laughs) How much work does he give you a year? He's been a great customer this year. I really, and they're, they're, they are great guys. They are hype. They're usually very organized. I'm picking on them on this podcast because I'm pretty sure that they all (laughs) listen to it. So (laughs) they're usually really, and they're, they're great to deal with. They're all friendly and professional, and I really like them. They're great. So they get a truck. Yeah, get a truck out. Okay. I'm going to text them back. Yep. No problem. Now I have to remember to call Christy in the morning before seven o'clock when she shows up at the other job site. I will probably forget, just so everyone knows. RC Stone was promised a truck, and I'm about to let them down. <laughs> it's about, about to happen. I guess we'll find out tomorrow in the story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, this is a good one. I like this one. This is one that I thought was. Uh, Jointing compound. Overrated or underrated? Which a brand? Do you have a brand in mind? No, because good God, (laughs) I don't need five thousand messages from one. I I thought about that, and then I was like, I don't need the fucking headache. So I'm just saying, jointing compound in general. Let's assume that it's all fairly similar, no matter what size or color bucket it comes in. So are you oh. talking about those resin-based ones? Yeah, uh, resin-based jointing oh, okay. compound. Uh, I'm not talking about fucking poly. Good God, I'm not opening the polysand. Polysand. Overrated. <laughs> I said it. Fuck off. Someone can text me, DM me later. About it. I'm talking about the washing ones. Yeah. Overrated, underrated. Underrated except the time it takes to actually install it. Does it actually take more time then? By the time you pre-compact, post-compact, recompact, re-sweep, don't blow it though. Fuck that shit. Like I, I just <laughs> saying. Like I, anyways, I, I know they're time-consuming. I agree, but you're saying underrated. I say underrated. If you would have asked me last week, I would have definitely said underrated. Um, but I've had an issue come up Ooh. with something on a pretty large scale that is going to require um, some sure. outside consultation. And uh, we're going to see. Ask me again uh, in a couple of weeks. I'm a little bit worried about that is because that's tough to get out, isn't it? Like if you no. have to remove some. It doesn't stick to the pavers, right? It sticks to yeah. itself. Um, so I won't elaborate just yet because okay. I don't know if our insurance is up to date, but um <laughs> we'll talk whenever uh whenever things get sorted out nothing like the i don't think the non the- finest hour uh insurance policy covers natural natural design <laughs> landscape <laughs> yeah. so previous to chad's comment he just made i would have said it was underrated i think it's great stuff I, but yeah. i don't know the whole story that chad I've, has so i've had a lot of phenomenal jobs done with it that I have absolutely no issue, but um, yeah, I can maybe elaborate on this you, one. Do you think you I, mis- misinstalled it? Absolutely not. Did you Ab- pre-compact? No. Wow, oh, dude. We should dude, edit this. Job is yeah, don't <laughs> say that. Wait, no, I, the rep was there. 
Actually, was he on oh. the site? No, he was on the site a couple weeks before or something, and there was no pre-compaction on that at all. With that stuff, I thought that was just Polly saying they wanted you to pre-compact. I think everything they want to pre-compact because they, well, they but are pulling back on There's no sand in the joints anyway. Okay. But the, it's, this, it's the setting into the pavers. And even, even on ICPI, it's not... I, I have to pull up the tech spec again, but I it's not uh what is the word necessary to pre-compact? I don't know. I, I had to go back into that and take a look at it. Okay, let me throw one thing at you that'll take that whole fucking pre-compaction off the table. It's on a synthetic base. Right. So mm. you can't pre-compact a fucking synthetic base, right? Um that takes it away. Yeah, so again, we'll elaborate another day. I'm looking forward to this. Same. I feel like this this could be the moment, it, the start of the cascading moment to the shutting be, down of the podcast. It's, it's also <laughs> it's a downward escalator, and we we're at the peak right now because we had actual content and pre-show prep, and quickly Chad started down the escalator I, to complete obliteration. But, it all started when I showed up with my shirt off. <laughs> well, that's true. Started when you should. But we need to tease people to listen to the next episode. So that's a good teaser. It is. Stay tuned to next episode to learn more about Chad's pre-compaction joint, story. <laughs> joint and compound on synthetic base. Yes. Yeah. Which I was um, absolutely maybe, maybe told the- it was completely fine to do. Right. I didn't go out of my way to, to do this without guidance. Mm. But we'll elaborate another day. <laughs> I, I, for Chad's sake, we should probably move on. <laughs> Let's move on before it totally gets out of uh, Okay. Next one is uh, podcasts. Overrated, underrated. Who's podcast? Who's well, I don't know. All of them. In general, podcasts, overrated, underrated. That's a wide net. Well, um, not really. I, well, how do you think? A lot of people don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, that's tough. Like, I feel like right now, uh, overrated because I think I'll, so many people have podcasts. Uh, but we are in that like upward trend. I think that it'll start to come down and we'll be back to underrated again really fast when more and more people find out about listening to podcasts. Mm, I agree. I listen to them now. Motivational ones. You know, the pain is temporary. <laughs> Chad, what's you, what do you, uh, you, overrated, underrated? Underrated, especially when you have a long drive. We've been doing mm-hmm. a lot of long drives and they are great. Listening to podcasts, underrated. Yes. Yeah. So I drive all day, every day. Like literally all day, because when I'm done driving, I get in the Veloster and I do some more driving to soccer. And then I drive home from soccer and then I get up at 4.30 in the morning and I go back to doing some driving. So I have started listening to them because I find that today I was listening to different podcasts and the um, it was one o'clock. And I was like, holy shit, it's already one o'clock. That's fun. Crazy. I feel like the time went faster. So I'm going to still stay with underrated for me. Uh, here's it. 
This one I just thought of. It's not my list is actually done, but I just thought of this. This could be a bit controversial. Landscaping coaching calls. Overrated or underrated? Like consulting? Yeah, well, coaching. There's like, you know, getting some coaching for your landscaping business from a, a coach. Overrated or underrated? I think it's very important to seek guidance from somebody that is in the shoes of where you want to be in the future. So uh, underrated if you are going after the right person and paying for the right person. Uh, That being said, I've never paid for coaching in my life. What would you expect out of it if you did? I think I would expect a lot of what I get when I interview people on, on how to hardscape. So maybe better to start your own podcast. <laughs> that are underrated. Uh, or overrated. <laughs> would you call a coach, Chet? Mm. Not unless I was getting specific numbers, right? If I were calling, if I were paying to call somebody, I'd want specific unit rates for that that they've used in the past or something like that that have helped them to. Would you win just want the number, or would you want to know how they get? Because I can give you unit rate numbers on anything. Because all I did was bid unit rates, but how I got to those unit rates—that's the interesting part, not the actual unit rate. No, I. I'd like to know how you got to them for sure. Because that's no, where the real right. work lies, right? Yeah. The real work lies in not in the, in the, like taking the cost of the paper for a unit rate is fine because it doesn't matter. You just look it up or call and maybe you get yeah. a better deal than I do because you have better credit or, you know, whatever. But how I arrived at the rest of it is the interesting. Like we have a, a client who constantly says they have two loads to get rid of and it turns into like five (laughs) and i'm like i started thinking to myself like are these guys just looking at going like i think it's going to be two loads man or is it are they doing any because i don't know like i don't you know they're just a client but now if they call for two loads i book the truck for the whole day i'm like fuck it i'm gonna be there all day (laughs) but i'm like how are they like how are they calculating it are they calculating a fluff rating into their excavation like or they think that they're like, you know, if they if they calculate it out and it says they're pulling 10 yards, do they really know they're pulling 13? Like, I don't, like, if no one taught you, then how would you know? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, you'd have no idea. So I was just interested because that's not insulting. I was going to call a guy and be like, yo, bro, like, how do you, how are you calculating this? Can I help you? Like, because it's. Maybe it's, he needs a coach. Well, that's what I'm saying. Would that be information you might want from a coach or yeah. would you even know you need it? Like. I don't know. Would you pay me to coach you? Yeah, I think so. If really? I had it, if I had, yeah, you've oh. been in the industry longer than I have and you've done a lot of similar work to what I do. Um, if I were bidding, how much would you pay me? As little as possible, <laughs> but I would still <laughs> okay. pay you. as little as possible. <laughs> Uh, Probably like a case of beer, depending on the information that you have. If that if that's all it takes to win a job, absolutely. 
I'll, I'll FedEx a case of beer to you or whatever it is. Um, but no, like if I were at my desk and I was stuck for a unit price for mulch, which I just fucked up hard a couple of weeks ago um, on a job. Absolutely. If I could make that call and, and, and talk it out with somebody that that's been in that situation before, definitely worth some money. I, I was only thinking about this because it's like a popular trend now that like if you're an Instagram personality, you do coaching. Um, I don't, maybe I should launch it. Am I an Instagram personality? Absolutely. I think you are. All right. Well, maybe I should start a coaching section on my website. Um, I was only asking because I was like, well, would I call someone? And I was like, I actually call lots. Like, like say like recently I've, made some poor decisions on who owes us money. <laughs> like, just, they, they were bad decisions. I think I even knew they were bad decisions, but I did it anyways, thinking the best. I don't know why I did it. Anyways, I made some poor decisions on it. And so we had a new client and I had like called everyone I know to like vet them and saying, hey, have you ever worked with this guy? <laughs> and eventually I, because we had another another guy called me, like a local guy that I've never dealt with before, but I've, I've seen his trucks, and he has 250 loads of fill to remove. So, you know, that's like, let's say, like, if it really is 250 loads, because I don't know, he said, I think it's 250 loads. I said, based on what? Looking at the pile? Like, that looks like 250 loads. Fuck yeah. <laughs> times, oh, how much were we doing that for? 250 times. So like realistically, we're looking at like this, this job, this 250 loads. I mean, we might do it. I don't know how long it would take. It's depends. Anyways, we're looking at like 70 grand basically to get rid of this 250 loads of maybe a bit more. So like I called around because I was like, I don't know who this fucking person is. And I'm going to be like, yeah, owe me 70 grand. Fuck. Yeah. Like I just, like, so I called a bunch of people and was like, Hey, do you know this guy? And a bunch of people do know him and he worked with them. And they said, okay, like make sure he pays you weekly. And I was like, okay, perfect. And now I know. And I was like, would I have paid for that? Like a coach for that kind of information? Probably. Yeah. Like, or, you know, like if there was something that I was doing that I was like, well, like some bin company started following me and DM me about something. And I was like, message them back and said, Hey, do you want to go like out for dinner? Like I'll buy your dinner because, Oh, they, the guy, the guy messaged me saying, Hey, can you do some 14 yard fill bins for me in Durham? I've got a bunch of bins, but I don't do Durham. And I was like, yeah. And then I messaged the guy and I was like, Hey man, you want to go like out for dinner? Because like, you've obviously been in the bin business a long time and I haven't. So God knows how much I'm fucking this up. Like, and I was like, I would, you know, I'm paying for that guy's dinner, I guess. Like, I would I, would I pay to talk to that guy? Probably. Because he yeah. knows a lot more than I do, like, in theory. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe his business is a fuck show, but looked okay on Instagram. Everyone on, everyone <laughs> everyone does, on Instagram looks okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think it's an interesting trend. I think it's like people, like, if someone DMs me, I'd, Someone, people were teaming me a bunch of stupid shit this week, and I was going to bring it up because I was like, fuck off. Like, what do you, oh, I know what it was. So, like, in my notes, I've been writing, like, the fuck I will. And you remember that. <laughs> I see that. And I had a, 
I but a bunch of people started de- like I don't know what your problem is with me. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> they think it's personal. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, because no one uses notes except for me. Yeah. I think I think I'm the only person on the planet who uses it every day. So like, the guy's like, well, I don't know what your problem is with me, and I'm like, I don't have any problem with you, dude. I don't fucking know you, and like. Well, you keep sending me these rude notes. I'm like, it's public domain. What are you talking about rude notes? I was like, oh, I know one. Cornucopias, underrated or overrated? I had no idea what the hell a cornucopia was until I saw really? you post that, and I had to Google that. Oh. Did you I never really know what, what it is. Like, no. draw, like, color pictures of these things and make crafts? Never in, in like whatever you were. What is it? A, a wicker horn with vegetables? Like yeah, it's a big horn full of us. How old are you? I'm 31. 31 doesn't. Our education system is failing. 31 years old doesn't know what a fucking cornucopia is. I have no. I've never seen a cornucopia in my life. I've heard the word. Never cared to like look into what the hell a cornucopia is. <laughs> never. never where where would you find one? At Thanksgiving. On the table of plenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's get the cornucopia from the table of plenty. That's like a statement. I don't know yeah. how it, what it has to do with Thanksgiving, but it, there was a whole thing. The cornucopia is on the table of plenty. It was some kind of like kids book or something. Okay, the only no place I know where the cornucopia comes from is the fruit of the loom logo. That's a cornucopia. That's yeah. all I know it from. But did you know that was a cornucopia? No so idea. Thought, I you thought just it was thought it was the fruit a of the wicker loom basket full of vegetables. <laughs> well, it's a horn. It's a horn. It's the horn of plenty. The cornuc. It's not the table of. Pl- it's the horn of plenty. The cornucopia. The horn of plenty. That's what they. That's what the. That's what it's. I. I don't know why that popped into my. I, because that guy was like taking things personally. I was like, fuck, like. Well, I'm going to hit on cornucopias for a bit because <laughs> is there anyone that's going to take that personally? Is someone going to start DMing me? Yo, man, cornucopias. I identify as a cornucopia. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, no, I, I don't know. When was the last time one of you have seen a cornucopia in real life? Never. Okay. Yeah, probably never. It's a figurative thing. Is it? Well, maybe. No, I'm sure like, it's real. Uh, I'm sure they exist. Like Bigfoot. Uh, it's well, did, when you looked it up, was there images online? Cornucopias? Yeah, there was. yeah. So they were real then. Must the cornucopias be. were real. Like I got I've never been around one when I I've never been near near a cornucopia that I know of. Do they only exist in drawings? Fruit of the loom. Fruit of the loom, it's a drawing, right? Like they're all you think drawings. they would have put the fruit on a loom, yeah, like not on a in a cornucopia, like it should be fruit of the cornucopia, not fruit of the loom. Like the loom should have fruit on it or something. Like this, okay. um, we're so far out of the realm of anything contracting, <laughs> yeah. But so this cornucopia is overrated, underrated, overrated, I think, overrated, right. I think they're overrated. Yeah, they gotta be. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, no one has one. It's not even, I don't even think it's a, like, 
if someone has a cornucopia and sends us a picture to the not our finest hour Instagram, I'll send them a hundred dollars. But I want I want someone that has a real cornucopia, like yeah, on their on their harvest table. I want a, a true picture of a horn of plenty being enjoyed at a Thanksgiving dinner. Hmm. Thanksgiving dinner, underrated or overrated? Always underrated. Always underrated. Oh, I agree. No matter how bad, it's good. Really? Yeah, I'm the only one in my family who likes the dark meat. Oh, I get same. Two legs. Oh, yeah. Two so like I. It's how can insane. you not like the dark? How can you not like meat? the dark? I can't meat? believe people white I, like the white meat. Yeah, exactly. I like the white meat. It's fine, but if there's dark meat, why would you not go for the dark meat? <laughs> I don't know. I just never have. Really? You, you never have? No. I'm a mashed potato person at Thanksgiving dinner. Same. Stuffing. Well, all of it, really. Except cranberries. Like Except cranberries. No cranberries. No cranberries. I feel like we don't have mashed potatoes on a regular basis. I could be wrong. And Kelly's probably going to like be like, well, we have mashed potatoes all the time. Tell people we don't have mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh. I, I, I think at those kind of dinners, I'm always like, man, mashed potatoes and gravy. Like, that's the ticket. That So I'm going to say underrated, too, just because of the mashed potatoes. Yeah. Turkey, I could kind of do without whatever. I don't know. That's because you haven't had the dark meat. The white meat, yes, you can do without. Yeah. What about the meat pie? Do you guys have meat pie? No. I no? don't trust anything in the shape of a pie that has anything other than it must sweetness be a, to it. So but my you don't trust are it? all French. It, it must be oh. a French thing. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they put cinnamon in a meat pie. Ooh, yeah. yeah I've, I've that's that. stupid. But the ones who don't, meat pie is great. That's like pineapple on pizza. I like pineapple on pizza. I'm okay with pineapple really? on pizza, yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting beaten up here. Like, I'm getting kind of bullied from my <laughs> food choices. Like, <laughs> I should never have brought up the Horn of Plenty. <laughs> like, getting bullied here, like, left, right, and center. Like, I eat pineapple on pizza, and I, also like, thin, I, I also like thin crust pizza well done. Like yeah, if I there's like stuffed crust kind of pizza. pizza on the table, I'm gonna go stuffed crust pizza. Really? Oh yeah. So on TikTok, there's these guys that just go from like, well, one of them that I don't even follow the guy, but it's I must watch his videos and the algorithm keeps bringing them up. All he does is like go to like random places and get a large pepperoni and then judge it right in front of the place. Oh, that's uh, the barstool sports guy. I don't know his name, but I know what you're talking about. So there's that guy, but there's this like offshoot guys, and there's a oh, guy really? in like there's a guy in like Welland who does it. So that's the guy I see, the guy from Welland and Hamilton. He's always out there with the cup and char pepperoni. And every time I do this, I'm like, man, I really want like I could eat a lot of pizza based off the stupid guy. I try to flip through it now. I'm like, fuck this guy. It's gonna make me want to order a pizza. Like, yeah. and but these people are viral doing this. I'm like, could we? Somehow, so have you guys ever seen the guy who walks up to the people in the fancy cars and is like, "What do yeah. you do for a yeah, living?" Yeah, what do you do for a living? Yeah. A and G, the road cleaners, like they made a video where they walked up to one of their trucks and it says, "Mechanics truck, one hundred and twenty-five thousand." And they said to the guy, 
Hey, what do you do for a living? He's like, I work at AMG, the road cleaners. And it's the greatest. And I was like, man, that was so fucking smart. I wish I thought of that. Yeah, that That's is good. smart. I, like I was, that. yeah, I was like, man, that was some inspired Instagram stuff. Like, I, I was like, man, these guys really beat me to a punch there off my game. That was super smart. Like, it was a great video. Anyways, Angie, the road cleaners sponsoring the next Not Our Finest Hour podcast. <laughs> you need your road cleaned. They have big sweeper brooms that spray water. Maybe they could do like a huge pad of that sand. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe real fast. That's efficiency. That's like high flow efficiency. <laughs> I got to move the deaf cube soon. Temperature's going down. I've only used an eighth but, of it. So I was thinking about that driving one day. Like, how does it not freeze in the truck? Is it a it heated tank? In the, it freezes in the truck? So the is Dodges we have, for... well, okay. the Dodges we have. We have two of them that are the similar to yours. They tell you if you keep the def tank full, it will freeze and blow the tank apart because there's no room for expansion. And if you keep the tank below half, it will freeze and the truck won't run. So you have to maintain three quarter full def fluid for the whole winter. And I was like, what you want me to like run beside the truck with the def fluid can going, okay, we burned it out. Well, holy shit. Like, what, like, what are you talking like? The gauge isn't even that fucking accurate. Like, that's literally because we had so, two free, two of them freeze last year on the two dodges. Shit. I didn't expect dodges, this was going to be a problem. They both froze on the dodges. I had them, but I had it freeze on the big truck, but the big truck, I'm pretty sure someone will DM me and tell me that I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the coolant lines on the big truck run through the death fluid tank. And okay. so the problem is if the trucks, and that would happen. Like I would take out the new one, the eight, the six twenty HX from International Trucks. Thanks for the sponsorship, Rush Trucking. Not. Um, they. Uh, so here's an interesting scenario. I actually sent the link to the podcast to a marketing manager at the manufacturer and was like, "Hey, man, you want to sponsor this podcast?" Crickets. Never got back to me. <laughs> I was like, and he gets back to me with everything. I've known him for like 15 years. He's a super good guy. And I was like, well, I guess this is not a sponsorable show. Um, anyways, I you would take the 620 out, but the problem is at like minus 30 at two o'clock in the morning, moving snow, the motor won't heat up. And so the death fluid's frozen. And then eventually, if like the temperature goes up, it melts the death fluid, the, co- the coolant lines running through the tank. But the two Dodge trucks we had, we have, they both froze last winter. So my Ford never did that. And my little F550 never did that. And we ran those in the winter. Not every day, mind you. And I doubt it was like minus 30 out ever when we ran them. Except, yeah, my three-quarter ton. Maybe you'll be, maybe. Maybe I'll be lucky. Like, I just didn't know that was a thing. Like, I had to worry about keeping it three-quarters full. Or else I didn't know either until we had dodges. Was it a big problem? Like a giant? I, I think it froze once. Fix? Uh, I don't. It might have been like a hundred bucks. I don't know. I because if you drive the truck inside, the death fluid melts and then the truck runs. Yeah, but I park outside. Yes. Well, I. 
Maybe it's not a problem in Cornwall. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure. I, I never had the problem either till last year when it was like super fucking cold and we were moving snow. And the guys had them like it just derated their trucks. Hmm. I think both of them it ended up happening. But it ended it also ended up happening right after we bought the trucks. And we bought the trucks in the winter. So the trucks have been sitting on the lot for a long time. Well, hmm. whatever period of time, a couple of weeks, whatever it was. So maybe there was a thing that because they were sitting, I don't know. It was a pain in the ass. And then keeping them three quarter full is super awesome too. But that problem could be being exaggerated because I know that a couple of death fluid tanks blew up on the skid steers on site from some of our clients. In general, death fluid is like the scourge of society. Why are these? You have skid steers with death fluid? Oh, yeah. Who makes those? Uh, Kubota has. Really? They all do now. They all have death fluid. All the big. When did they start? Like my T five ninety five doesn't have it. How old is it? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. So my my T. So some of it has to do with. So Tier like four, the, whatever bullshit. Well, no, the SVL nine, the SVL ninety sevens have ninety seven horsepower, and I think it's anything over ninety five horsepower okay. has to have death fluid, maybe. Because I think the ninety fives have death fluid too. It's something to do with the size of the machine. My loader doesn't have it. What it's year is it? 2021. What kind it's of loader is it? A case 321. So the other thing that was happening was that the manufacturers, so Bobcat ran into all that stuff before everyone else because they make more machines than everyone else. And there was an exemption. And when you ran out of like your credits, Social Credit Society, uh, for conspiracy theorists that are listening. When you ran out of your social <laughs> credits for your death fluid, then, then you had to start making tier four machines or whatever. So maybe Case, like of all the manufacturers, Case is probably one of the smaller ones in terms of construction equipment. Really? I don't know. I Okay, so now someone can that up. I'd say Case is bigger than Bobcat. I could be wrong. I don't know. Cases no cases case bigger than Bobcat in the skid steer market. Or no, cases bigger than no, Bobcat in, overall. In I don't know. I'm gonna put my I, foot in my mouth. No, because they so, make dozers and big excavators and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And Bobcat yeah. doesn't make any of that. Yeah, shit. that's what I figured. Like case would be bigger, but does and, it matter? So the amount of units you made, like you had got so many units before you had to introduce death fluid. Okay, that was the thing. So mm-hmm. case might if you make bigger units, like case makes big dozers and stuff, you probably make less units than if you just make skid steers. Yeah. Hmm. Because like selling a a 50 ton shovel for $2 million, I doubt it takes the same amount of time to put that together as it does to put together a yeah. skid steer, I would think. Yeah. yeah. So I, that was one of the things with them. We don't, none of our, like our 595 is a a 19 or an eight an 18 and it doesn't have any death fluid in it yeah do you find you blow last... a lot of do you find you blow a lot of lines on that machine uh, uh we we never blew any really? the only thing that's happened to it is the the drive belt snapped the rubber drive belt hmm. in it at like 1200 hours and then when we made a video of a cat 
excavator dragging it around the job site to get it over the fucking road. <laughs> and then to Bobcat's credit, they were there. Bobcat, not a sponsor. Um, they came and fixed it right away. So it was running within like an hour because I guess that drive belt blows so much at 1200 hours that they have them in stock in their hands or their little mechanic trucks or whatever bobcat brings it was it did but we haven't blown any hoses up well watch tomorrow we'll knock on wood blow some fucking hose off it or something yeah yeah we blew three this year it's only got 700 hours on the thing yeah you run a lot of attachments though uh not really. That machine doesn't take a power rake. No, that's all bucket. That yeah. machine has rarely had anything other than a bucket. But no, oh, well, I'm not the only operator either, right? So everybody drives it different. Well, Some, be something to do with the environment in Cornwall. Maybe environmental factors. It's because of the burning plastic in the air. <laughs> the burning plastic fumes. <laughs> plastic yeah. burning plastic fumes in the air is like just i haven't burnt plastic in quite some time at the yard we've sent it all out this year yeah yeah i have the bin trucks our bin truck runs three weeks uh, 20 grand later she runs, baby which one don't you have two we have two yes and yeah. one of them the the turbo was blown and the actuator and then that because it, well, I didn't ignore it anyways it's a long story but then it the turbo was the because the turbo wasn't turbo wasn't functioning right and the actuator wasn't functioning right the exhaust was blowing hot and so that burned out the DPF so like just the parts were like 10k Jesus like so but yeah. that's a, that's a like trucking game right like it's expensive yeah, yeah. to it's expensive to fix them. It's expensive to, so whatever. It there's an air valve leaking on the spiff axle on the the new truck, the newer one. Well, I guess the new. So like, normally, I just tell our mechanic like just get the fucking valve and put it on because by the the rigmarole of going to the dealership and losing the truck for two days when they fuck around with it, it's not worth it. It's cheaper to just literally say, okay, whatever, this valve's fifty dollars yeah. and it's you're in the yard anyways, put it on the fucking truck, truck's good, whatever. Yeah. We do that a lot with it. Um but he went to buy the valve and the valve was seven hundred bucks. And I was like, fuck this shit, the truck's going back. Send it in. We've hit my limit on this thing. Like it's going back for this valve or whatever that's leaking air. Like it, not, a, not a lot, but yeah, but the truck running, that was like a so Cody's truck, the other bin truck, periodically just dies. <laughs> like just cuts out. Done. Like, it's still doing this? Like this has been a problem. Oh, for it's been doing this now. for oh, it's been going on for a long time. It just dies. <laughs> like it just cuts out and dies. So that's like hard to determine because oftentimes 10 minutes later it starts and runs fine. I had that problem before. Have you hard to track down the fucking problem because like have you looked into the wiring harness? Is there like a uh, a short in the wiring harness? So all the main grounds run to the starter on that. Anyways, so now all the grounds have been read. 
But <laughs> it's still fucking up on on Friday. It got it died and it wouldn't start after 20 minutes. So we got it towed back to the, we try to keep it local. It got towed <laughs> back to the yard. And uh, when it got back to the yard, I said to Cody, like, you want to try it? She was like, no, because it's probably going to start because it's been bouncing up the road on the tow truck. So I was like, well, I'm trying it. Wouldn't start. And I was like, sick. Perfect. It's broken. Now we can determine the outcome of it because we have like a we have a, a measure of success on it. When it runs, we're good. So the next morning, the cannon came, got it in it, turned it over, started immediately. What the? Fuck? Of course it did. Of course it did. <laughs> Anyways, now the whole every ground, every wire has been replaced in the entire truck. So we're gonna keep it local oh. for. And the other one runs great now. So um, that was like a whole like the level of things. Like the last three or four weeks, where the other one was like you know, getting parts and different. So here's, so we had to take, well, uh, we, I say we, I did nothing, but Brad took the ECM out of the truck, which is like the computer module thing that controls everything because it wouldn't take the truck after everything was replaced. It wouldn't take the truck out of D rate. So the truck wouldn't go faster than 20 kilometers an hour, which driving it a long way like that sucks. Because Cody could testify to that because she did it one day to get it back to the yard where it currently was. So, anyways, Brad dropped it off at Peterbilt. And then I said, I had free time. I said, I'll go. Because I was waiting for the other truck to get towed back to the yard. So I was like, oh, well, I'm waiting for the other truck to get towed back to the yard. I'll go get the part for the other dead truck that's in the yard. So I drove down to Peterbilt and I got the part. And so all they did was hook this thing up to a computer, flash it flash it clear, clear all the codes, and hand it back to me, $600. No way. So, I, so I'm like, but I, I mean, I'm in pretty deep on this whole thing, so I'm like, I don't really care, whatever, bro, just give it to me, see if we can get the fucking truck to run. So I'm looking at the bill, just out of interest sake, and there's a charge on the bill, and it made me think that we don't do this enough in contracting, and it, it was $95 for technology. <laughs> <laughs> it literally said $95 technology. technology. And that was the whole explanation. That's a great line item. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was about to go to the guy and be like, fuck you and your $100 charge for technology not <laughs> some specific just random technology we're charging a hundred bucks for the pop machine like <laughs> random fucking we got we got treats I, what are you talking like, so then I, so I was like maybe it's for the computer like they got to replace it and i was like maybe i need to start a line item for technology like i I was talking to Tyler. I don't know if you've ever talked about this on this podcast, maybe, but I was talking to Tyler from Xterra once um, from Instagram, and he has a $250 standard charge for your patio furniture you don't want in every contract. Yeah, we talked about that. I, I like so we, that. Yeah. I think yeah. It's, I, so I'm going to introduce a technology charge. <laughs> I, I want to see if someone I, asks me about it. 
if I could collect a hundred dollars for technology off every job, I could buy a new laptop. Yeah. I wonder why they don't just put that into something else as opposed to opening that question. Right. Well, they charge me. That would be an interesting question to to ask them. Okay. What is this hundred dollar technology charge? And to see, to try to hear them kind of justify that would be pretty funny. We should have them on the podcast. Peterbilt. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Sponsors Peterbilt. So the other charge they had that was interesting was $32 and 40 cents worth of shop supplies. And I'm like, Hmm. If you just said it was 30 bucks for shop supplies, it'd be like, whatever, that's some bull. You you plug the ECM into a computer and somehow doing that managed to consume $32.40 worth of shop supplies. How many times did you wash your hands? How much sanitizer did you use? Like the whole fucking bottle? Like how many paper towels? Like, And on top of that, like, exactly. Not 30 bucks, not 35 bucks. I need to recoup this 40 cents worth of shop supplies. And I was like, again, I'm not doing something right because I should be. Listen, we came here. We came here. Guys washed their hands 15 times on your job. You use $7. And 38 cents worth of paper towel is going on your bill. Like, I I feel like we should, <laughs> at the end of every job, we should be doing itemized billing, like, and adding up all this you, shit that we could just. Can you paid. imagine? Like, my handling, well, I mean, what should be a handling fee for all the fucking garbage that I pull off a of site? Like, even like the pallet wraps and shit, right? Like, we're doing a, a, a 50 pallet. That that big stepper job there, those yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, using yeah. those. So it's I like, don't know. I was, when I was watching that, I was like, "We got to get Tech Block as a fucking sponsor." My God. Oh, well, um. Anyway, there's there's a ton of fucking garbage <laughs> that comes off that, right? Like, <laughs> so I'm like floating garbage home from this job two hours away from from our shop to bring home to either burn or put in our bin, but there's like hours worth of handling this stuff by the time we're done the job right Um, yeah all stuff that we could be maybe billing for how much do you guys line item things when you hand out estimates i don't not not commercially residentially well if you go to my website to my coaching section (laughs) you can buy the favor king contract (laughs) and then you can apply it but i do recommend you take it to a lawyer anyways because it's probably fucked up for wherever you live. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> uh, I line item major items. I'm line item cleanup. Like end of the job cleanup, sodding. Like I, because I used to include it. But then like, because we were breaking up like big jobs, like realistically the sodding at the end of the job like whatever to sod your way out of the project that should really be split amongst the patio, the outdoor kitchen, the pergola, because all of those things use that roadway to get to the back. Um, But then as soon as you start, as soon as you do that, then someone's like, you know what? 
say you include a percentage on the items. I love this estimate, not doing the outdoor kitchen. I'm like, okay, well, the $3,000 I allowed yeah. facade just became 1500 bucks because yeah. the outdoor kitchen so. was such a big item. So I started just saying, at, this is the charge at the end of the job for cleanup and sod. And I included as a line item, like maybe three years ago, because I was like, yeah. well, whatever, no matter how much I do at this house, I need 3000 bucks to clean up the fucking mess. Yeah. If all I do is install a bunch of stairs in a path instead of pavers, Chad. <laughs> I'll, I've been there for months. Okay. Like I'm, I'm at the tail end of this thing. <laughs> that is, uh, I don't know how much more I've, I could take. I've seen a lot of installations in my life. I, the amount of stairs that were used to make the path. And I just like, why is that? I was wondering the same. I'm just uh, interested. Um, the client is phenomenal and money is not the issue. Um, that's all that there really is to it. Whenever budget is not a factor, you can get what you want. So are okay. you going to fill like, in between all the stairs? Yeah, they're already filled. They're, we've got three, four more steps to put in. Um tomorrow i think and uh then knock on wood that's all of it for that job uh there's probably i don't know maybe 150 of them four and five footers um it's cool like it's, i think it's super cool like it just it's, it's what was the decision behind the steps was it the grade so that you didn't have to like i don't know they're, they're not even steps they're just big step stones right like yeah. they're not they're there's nothing special to them. It's but did you route. want did you want them because of the look of them? Like I know I they're being buried, but the length and width <clears throat> of them, you were like, I want that look yeah. so it looks like a piano keys or whatever. You have to understand that I had very little design input on this project. Oh, okay. okay. Right? This is we like you, you're great, do what we want to do, and like tuck my tail between my legs and just do it what I'm asked to do on this one. That makes Which sense. is, uh, yeah, like it's, it's fine. Like it's um, not necessarily, like it, there's been some things that I've had to change because I've done them my way and they weren't the, the way that the client expected them to be done. So we went back and we changed them. Um, and I wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily do this for anyone but this client, um, but we're just happy to be on the tail end of things. And he's phenomenal. Like I can't say a bad thing about the client. Um, so, so I mean, we'll definitely work for him again, and we have other projects with him in the future. But uh, I had little design input on this one. Is this the right time to talk about slabs? Slab? What do you? Oh, so I didn't the material too we put put in those monster slabs have you guys used it the, the, the biggest ones that they i haven't seen a slab bigger than this 32 those by 48 yeah they're inch. i i feel pretty certain i know who they're made by yeah um yeah whatever uh, 32 by 48 inch um have monster you ever seen, slabs have you ever seen the 
There's a guy who draws cartoons, and my kids used to watch him on YouTube. He does like little cartoons about his life. And he spent a lot of time working at Subway. And so he has all these like videos about working at Subway. And he talks about it as Subway all the time. Subway, Subway, Subway. And they can't sue him because it's Subway. And I think uh... the yellow is, the green is yellow and the yellow is green on the Subway ad or whatever it is. Like, and I, I feel like I was thinking about like, it's driving somewhere. I was like, man, we need to start like our own Subway references to people. Like, and the, the Subway. Anyway, sorry, what was wrong with the slabs? Chad? How close is too close? Um they were just know. too fucking big. Like they're they're just too big. We've come to a point where these things are too fucking big. Um and that that's all there is to it. Every out of every pallet that we put down, at least one is cracked or broken on the pallet. Usually the bottom one, sometimes the bottom yeah. two, just because they're just too fucking big. Um what thickness are they? 60 mil. Oh, really? So, speaking from some experience as someone who dealt with lots of broken slabs on skids, <laughs> maybe, in a previous life, a lot of it has to do with how they're strapped on the truck. Is that the on excuse the, that I don't, they told I don't, you to no, say? I don't, no, I don't mean your truck. I mean the transport trucks. Because they, well, they pull down on them, and then they go down the road, and they flex. Yeah. And it breaks the bottom slabs. And some of it has to do with the weight too. If there's too so, many on them, it'll also break them. Are you, you have... suggesting they be less safe on the road by not strapping them so tight? No, I'm just telling you why they break. And that's one oh, of the reasons is because of the yeah. the, the way they're the flake yeah. they are strapped on the trucks. Yeah. And also when there's so much weight on, I'm like I'm being serious. This is a real thing. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not obviously, I wouldn't parlay myself to help anyone. But, <laughs> Like, but that's one of the reasons like because yeah. like there's a couple of products that are very large from another manufacturer that starts with an o and they you'll get the bottom two layers they'll be broken ones because they're 50 mil and there's so much weight pushing down because yeah. 50 mil 50 mil skids are the heaviest skids on the market hmm. 80 right. mil skids are the lightest because because of the like you can't get as tall and you can't get the volume on an 80 mil skid. What about those yeah. fucking large slab granite slabs? Like five thousand pounds of fucking pallet. Have you seen those? They're made by your uh your old employer. I don't know. I have not seen them. No. No. Alexa. Don't buy slab. a shit ton of stuff from my old employer. <laughs> Alexa, they're they're beautiful. <laughs> they're they're gore. Like I would if I had to put in a patio at my place, I would use that stuff. Um, but the pallet, I think a full pallet of that stuff weighs just under 5,000 pounds or something like that. Wow. It's nuts. Like I was pushing them around with the skid steer because we yeah, couldn't lift them. Um, the, the best strapping. So we used to do back in the day, a lot of like custom masonry, like, um, rock face masonry, like real masonry. And, yeah. uh, we used to do these huge entry features. I'm waving my hands. No one can fucking see big entry <laughs> features. And they would have these custom huge pieces of precast concrete that were poured. And then we would get them sandblasted, like, you know, whatever neighborhood you're going into imagination or whatever. So there was one and it was like half the, um, it was probably 25, maybe 30 feet long. And it was a sign that we, like we had to have a 20 ton excavator to hang this thing. 
So it came on the truck and the way the guy strapped it, it flexed it. And then we hung it and then cracks all started to form in it. And then we had to go pull it out. And uh, I don't know what that piece of precast was worth at the time. This was a long time ago, maybe 10 or 15 years, but it was probably still a six or $7,000 piece of precast. So we pulled it out, broke it into a couple of pieces. I took it in my dump trailer and then dumped it at the fucking <laughs> concrete recycling pile. And I'm dumping out these huge signs and I'm like, Oh, someone like, correct. Like, just, but that was all because of how it was strapped on the truck. And the next time they brought it, they brought it vertical. Mm. Because it's harder yeah. to get it to break that way than it is right, to break yeah. it when it's flat. So those big, I saw the big slabs that were broke. Yeah, like there's always going to yeah. be tons yeah. of broken ones. Like, so I don't know if there's a way to mitigate this. Like maybe we're putting, or maybe the manufacturer is putting fucking two inches of foam at the bottom or something. But well, I think they need something's got to change because this is that's just this, more plastic to burn. Well, whatever. More handling for me, fine. But I'm ha- now I'm handling broken slabs that are too big to pick up by hand, and I've got three fucking full pallets of them at the yard. And I'm texting the rep. What can I get a credit for this? She's like, "Go online." Thanks. Go online like, where? I don't know. We buy fucking fifty thousand dollars of your product, and all you can say is "Go online." I'm like, I don't know. Go online. Go online. And what, like, look at porn? Look at, I don't know. No, <laughs> like, there's go online I'm, for what? I'm assuming <laughs> there, there's a, a form you fill out when you go online to say, like, they, she couldn't be bothered to send you the. No, no she, she couldn't. No, no. Like a link. Like, just send me a link. Like, here's yeah, no. a link. Go online to just go online randomly. Yeah, just, oh, pull up hit one. up the internet, man. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just hit it up. <laughs> Just hit up the internet. Some good you, shit will happen. Oh no, she did. Have you she heard says, of the WWW? <laughs> she says, please go to our website and fill up a claim. You will need pictures and invoices. Yeah, because I'm trying to steal your fucking shitty material. So anyway, that's how I you, feel about do you, that. Do you do you think that anyone like I I don't know if I've met a contractor, like just from based on personality and who contractors are in general in any realm of contract that would get home from work, sit down at a computer and be like, I'm going to file a bunch of fraudulent claims to try and get back 50 <laughs> bucks from these people. Yeah. No. Like I just, I don't, it's not worth my time. It's yeah. I, I, I think, think... They, I think a lot of them count on that. That well, it's not worth your fucking time. Well, no, it'll be worth my time because now there's three pallets of the broken stuff. Right. So, yeah. I'll file that, but it's not going to be in July or August or September. It's going to be in December whenever we're sitting at home because there's two feet of snow outside. Then then I'll put the time in. Not plowing. Not plowing. Are you doing any plowing or no? Nope. 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 I booked one vacation and I'm looking at booking the second one. Nice. Nice. uh, I think we're going to go away in December. Where are you going to go? Where are you guys going? I don't know yet. Somewhere because there's no fucking stalker in the month of December. Oh. <laughs> Those uh, six days a week of blostering the stalker. Yep. On a different topic, how much easier, honestly, do you think the world would be if people just did what you asked them to do? 
Are you like, talking like yeah. employees or are you anyone? <laughs> no, anyone. Fuck employees. I'm talking anyone. Like, so here's my example. The Veloster brakes make a horrible screeching sound. <laughs> like it's horrible. There's clearly something wrong with them since the day I drove it. So there was some other it needed an oil change. It still had the winter tires on it. I don't know. Was it's not a, a well-loved vehicle, so it had a few things that needed to be done. So I took it to the Hyundai dealership. Hyundai shoot us a sponsorship. Uh, maybe the story's bad. Anyways, I <laughs> said, "Okay, here's the list of things I need you to do. Please do them." And they called me halfway through the day, and I said, "I listen, I." I'm drive a lot in this car. Like it's very little. I need it to be as safe as possible. So I don't get crushed and die. So just do the list. And one of the list was the horrible sounding brakes. So they, they called me don't need new brakes. They need to be greased and lubed or whatever. The brake pads are seized. I was like, okay, great. Do that. Like whatever. They're like, it's going to be however. I'm like, listen, I don't care how much it is. It's a Veloster. I just bought a fucking turbo that was $7,500 probably worth more than the whole fucking Veloster for one turbo with the actuator for the truck. I don't give a shit about the Veloster, like just fix it, whatever. It's all fixed. Driving the Veloster today, the brakes still sound. I'm like, but now I have to like make another appointment, take the car back. Like, and I'm like, if you, you people are killing me, I I'll pay you. I'm just, asking you to do what i said fix the brakes i don't need you to save me some money by lubing them up and hoping for the best i need you to just fix the fucking brakes like i'm not looking for you to like i just fix it like just fix it. i don't if it's a 500 bucks i'll give you 500 bucks if it's a thousand i'll give you the money i don't care I, anyways i in that moment as we were getting off the 407 and the brakes were like <sighs> i was like I really wish sometimes people would just do what I asked them to do in general. A woman. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Mike. A woman at soccer today, I parked the Veloster, backed it in. A woman in a minivan backed into the Veloster in the parking lot in a brand new Toyota Sienna. And I was like, I can't believe that thing didn't stop you before you hit me. The fucking Toyota Sienna. I didn't even get out of the car. You know what I did? I pulled the car ahead three feet so that she fucking didn't think I hit her when she came back. Because she got out to leave and I was like, she's going to look at this situation where her van is shoved up against my car and be like, stupid Veloster, it just backed into my van. Which is not what happened at all. I was like, I'm just going to pull the Veloster ahead three feet. So I I didn't even talk to her. I didn't look at her. I was like, whatever. She didn't hit it very hard, but she clearly hit it. And I was like, I just don't have to, I, I can't, I can't even deal with you. I'm out. I'm out of this. I'm not dealing with you and your <laughs> fucking backing it into the Veloster. <laughs> it's a brand new van. Like you tell me it doesn't have a backup camera and lights and all kinds of shit. Like, holy fuck. It's hard to get in an accident nowadays. Well, Gotta work at it. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta work at it. You gotta work at it. I um today we were leaving the job site and um just our luck we pulled out right behind a uh, a line painting oh my um God. car. He wasn't doing the painting, but he was 
being like the stop, the holding up traffic so that the line painter a kilometer ahead could paint the lines. And after 20 minutes of going five kilometers an hour behind this guy, uh, the guy behind me decides that he's had enough. And whenever the double solid becomes a single um, dashed line, he was going to go for it. And as soon as that line split, the pace car, I guess, in front of me jumped out in front of him. I swear the guy hardly had time to put it in park. And he was just fucking screaming at this guy. Hey, stop. And it, like he was willing to, he was risking his fucking life <laughs> so that this guy <laughs> wouldn't go in front of his pace car. Like, I swear, like he was inches from getting hit. And um, obviously the, the guy uh, that jumped in front of me didn't love that idea. And he, he had a pontoon boat on his trailer. So oh yeah, he, he's got, he had a pretty a decent sized rig on. And uh, so I let the guy back in front of me and uh, we carry on down the road. Um, but this guy with his pontoon boat is now so pissed off that he's driving on the lines in and looking in front of the pace car and just getting fucking paint all over. <laughs> anyway, it was a big fiasco. Um, and, and then the guy's tires were all yellow and stuff, and there may have been some paint on the boat, but <laughs> but I don't know. But it was a piss off. It was like 20, 25 minutes behind this guy, just waiting to 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 get to to the highway. Jesus. There was no escape. There was no escape. There was no way around country roads. Like, why don't I don't know why these guys don't do this in the middle of the night? Well, I feel like that would be overtime time to overtime. Taxes would go up. Yeah. No, it's a that's subbed out, right? Like that's a not uh, where we are. Where we are, no. Durham Region has their own line painting thing. They have their it said provincial line painting. On the guy's truck. That, so that has to be like a, a private company. That sounds no. like a private company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Have you ever hired a line painter? No, but I talked to one on uh, Instagram. He actually lives in my city. He does really good work. But no, we I used to hire we used to hire line painters all the time. It was always part of our contract. Really. Paint the lines. Yeah. So. Lots. Was asphalt in your scope too? Then. Lots of times. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we don't do any asphalt. So. We would. We used to take like the whole, the whole job. Yeah, the you, whole anything outdoors. You were the GC then. Of the outdoors, a lot of times, yeah, because it's just easier yeah. than. We had a concrete guy. Oh, yeah. It makes it an easier package to sell to someone too. Yeah, like, yeah. If you're doing everything, they don't Clients have to. love that. Yeah, for sure. They don't have to deal with the concrete because it. The problem is on some of our jobs was it coordinated when the concrete got done and what order it got done yeah my internet connection is unstable just so you cut out for a minute there but we heard you you're back you heard me perfect (laughs) all right i'm going to bed yeah chad doesn't even need to go get changed he's wearing i'm ready for bed and it's way past my bedtime this is the end of the podcast